welcome to a very special episode of TWSS <laughs> with Zach. And Nicole. And Nicole, we are joined by a special guest, the scooper of scoopers on the internet, Mr. Brandon Davis, BD. Hey, Brandon, what's going on? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. That was that's uh, that was an awesome intro. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm happy to be here. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be chaotic, and I, I guess that's just what Very I live chaotic. for. Chaotic. <laughs> we, we thrive on chaos here at W. Yeah. TWSS. So, um, just before we get into this episode, we kind of shared with Brandon before we got into it. But if you've been listening to this episode for a while, you know yeah. that having Brandon Davis on was a major milestone for us. So we are super excited and it's kind of surreal to be somewhat in the same room with BD right now, but um, yeah. this is really huge for us and we're really <laughs> excited to have this conversation with Brandon today. Uh, so continuing with this new series we're doing, uh, Top Fives, this yeah. episode is top five comic book movies of all time. Uh, so if you've been watching this series, you should know we start with number five, we work our way up to number one, and then during number one, we try to guess each other's number one. Um, it's a lot easier with Nicole and I because we kind of know each other very well. So with Brandon, it's gonna be a bit of a challenge, but uh, we're really excited to get into it. And I'm sure Brandon is probably get, gonna be a challenge for you to guess our number yeah. ones given you don't know us at all but uh we're really hoping that this is i'm really intrigued by this like how it's gonna work i'm stressing like i keep changing <laughs> like, i only get five and honestly depending five. on what side of the bed i wake up on they could be different tomorrow but uh like i'm just like i just erased one that is one of my favorite movies ever and then i replaced it with something that's another one of my favorite movies ever and i'm like I, how do i only have one of these on the list i just we'll We'll do at the end like honorable mentions. I think because yeah, I yeah. have I have like eight sitting in art honorable mentions right now yes. that I wanted to add that I couldn't add. All right, but all I, right. I think we're we'll we'll do that for the sake of. I'm about um, to get cooked. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> we hope not too badly. Um, so kicking off, getting into it. Uh, I'll think I'll start, and then Nicole, and then Brandon. Was that sound good with everybody? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so uh, five for me. Um, I was thinking about this a lot, and it's probably going to be Spider-Man 2. I think... I would never got, have guessed that. Spider-Man 2, I think we got to a level where, at that time, CGI was really we're working out the kinks of it. I think yeah. it's a stunning movie. Obviously, Alfred Molina rocks it. Um, obviously, you got Tobey Maguire and Chris Dunst and... and, and James Franco. That. James Franco. I mean, Sam Raimi's second installment, I think, is a really great sequel. Obviously, mm -hmm. I wanted to add the first one, but I think in terms of weight and everything, you have such a pivotal villain for Spider-Man and to yeah. take him into a live action form. Um, and I was even watching something on it today about how the arms were just puppets and all the practical yeah. effects that were into this movie in combination with CG. I think this is when... Uh, we were really starting to figure out what a comic book movie could be. And I think uh, it sits at a, a pivotal moment, especially in my childhood. So I'm going to put Spider-Man 2 on my five. Nicole. All right. So number five was actually the first one I thought of. And I know Zach might come at me a little bit for this one. It's my only DC film on my top five, but I had to give it to... Um, my husband Robert Pattinson for the Batman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, I, yeah, I had to. I, 
<laughs> I had to sneak that one in there because I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, that's the only DC film in the last maybe like six years that caught my attention and um, more of a Marvel person. But this DC film, I was like three hours of Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. Like, that's I, I loved it. So and it was a great noir film, probably second best to The Dark Knight. But I was like, I can't put the Dark Knight on here too. So, but you could have. I could have. It was actually, <laughs> <laughs> I could have. Um, it would have been my number four, but I had something else on there. So yeah, the Batman. I had to just, I had to throw him in there. All right, Brandon. What's your I'm five? so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm really only nervous about number five. I feel really good about my top four, but it's like, which one? Of... I mean, oh my gosh. It's number okay. five. Like no one, no one cares. This movie almost know. when I, I'll I'll save the the one that I'm cutting for honorable mentions so that you don't know it's not on my list. But I almost dropped this movie, and you're going to be pretty surprised. I have to stick with it though because it's a it, it it's it's so obvious that I love this movie. My number five is the first Avengers movie. If we're talking about my favorites, okay. we're not talking about what I think is the best. We're talking about my favorites, which I think are two different right. things. First Avengers movie. It. Oh, gosh, man, I'm almost like, should I have gone with the other one? But it's such a fantastic film. I mean, seeing all these characters come together, uh, especially that moment where there's all six of them in the streets right outside of Grand Central Station, Stark oh, yeah. Tower, soon to be Avengers Tower. It just felt, it was just, that was the first time we experienced something like that. And it was all done so well. From that opening scene where Loki shows up and Nick Fury's like, put down the spear. And then he starts shooting at a helicopter with a pistol as if it's going to take it down. And then the whole, everything that follows it. I mean, and then we get Thanos in the very end and we're like, wow, this is really just yeah. the start of something. Uh, I think that the movie was brilliant and the way it just had five films before it that led into it. Uh, I mean, oh gosh. Yeah, it had to be there, man. But there's so many movies I want to put on this list. And I didn't even go, all my movies are much more recent than Spider-Man 2. That's, that's what I'll, that's, I'll, I'll give that little spoiler about my list. Much, all of them are okay. much more recent. And I love Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just have recency bias here. I can't get out of my own way. No, no, I'm I'm no. very much a, a deep cut kind of guy. Like I, I will find the most. So you're saying you have thing. Blade Trinity number one? I had I was con- I was considering Blade. R.I.P.D. In my yeah. in my list, I was considering it real hard. Uh, no, I did not put R.I.P.D. in there. Uh, but <laughs> I was I was really considering a lot of those movies. So uh, and to talk about the Avengers real quick, like. I remember watching that with all of my friends and mm-hmm. being like, oh my God, it's the first time all these characters are together. Yeah. And the music, and you never get that feeling of just like sitting here and hearing the Avengers theme for the first time and just being like, oh, mm-hmm. this is about to be um, something bum, huge. Bum, bum, bum. I saw Bush River Road, Columbia, South Carolina. I went with all my friends. I made everybody from college go see it. And I definitely liked it the most because I saw it like six more times in theaters. Came home from school that year, went and saw it with my mom. And then saw it again in 3D. That movie, that movie was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, switching to number four. Uh, Nicole, I think you can guess which number four is. I talk about this movie quite a lot. This I have two is... guesses for yours, but... Do you want to guess? I think you can... No, it's okay. Go. I'll guess your number I'll... one. I just had okay. two in mind. <laughs> okay, so for number four for me is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. It, I think oh, I did not is... that the most complete Marvel movie I've seen to date. Yeah. Storyline is pretty tight. I wouldn't say it's airtight, I, but I do think it's close. 
um, I think we're dealing with such an interesting story. Obviously, um, the characters that we're bringing in, I think everyone gets their moment to shine in there, the dilemmas that are being dealt with. Um, so I, I have to put it in there. I just think it's such, a, such an interesting film. Um, and I, I was like, I'm usually the DC guy, so I usually don't add Marvel movies to my list, but I was like, no, nah, I have to put this one in. It's, it's just, I think it's such a complete film. Um, so yeah, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, number four for me, Nicole. Um, so my number four might shock you, Zach, but so for number four, I chose Infinity War. For number four? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Back there. Uh, yeah, well, so number, Infinity War, and we've I've said this many times before as well. It just has so many like scenes that were unnecessary for me, but that were still great when they were like when I saw the movie the first time. I thought it was fantastic, mm-hmm. and then I went back and kept watching it. And I'm like, okay, like we could have definitely had this. I, I don't know it with Iron Man in space and it took like 20 minutes to get to that scene after we see the guardians um, just always throws me off. Cause I always forget Iron Man is with Dr. Strange up there. So when it comes back around to it, I'm like, well, how much time has actually passed? Mm-hmm. But yeah, infinity war will always, always be in my top five for anything. Um, but yeah, it had, it had to go number four for my other three films. Mm. Mm-mm. I know. Which which <laughs> makes me feel though, and and, and Brandon, um, I spent a lot of time over text with Nicole when Avengers Endgame <laughs> and Infinity War came out, um, because she watched those movies religiously. So yeah. I'm feeling Endgame is in your list and it's higher up. This is my preliminary <laughs> guess right now. I'm just off a cuff. I'm feeling Endgame's in there and I'm feeling it's high up. So I'm just gonna say that out loud right now. Okay. Um, so, we'll see. Brandon, on to your number four. What, what I think you're onto something. You? No poker face, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, my number four is X-Men Days of Future Past. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Not only is that the best X-Men movie, it's my favorite. Uh, I think that what they did with that film was genius. The storytelling, the performances, the multiple yeah. characters. I mean, uh, James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart, that I don't want your pain. I don't want your suffering. All that, like, come on, man. It was just, it was brilliant. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine across the timelines. Uh, Trask, like, it, I, the sentence, like, it was just, it was awesome. I think that movie was tremendous. Uh, and right down to having an ending that set up like a Wolverine movie that should have been better. But it was, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, I love Days of Future Past. And I think it did, uh, Age of Ultron comics better than the Age of Ultron movie did. Mm-hmm. Really, if you think about it. Uh, yeah, I think Days of Future Past is brilliant. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, moving on to number three. I don't know. I was thinking hard about this, but there was just something in the way. It's the Batman 2022. I have to have it in the list. I was so excited when we were doing DC Fandom and watching it and Matt Reeves comes out and I, and Nicole and I were watching it together and um, Nicole was telling me, oh, he's, he's not, he doesn't have any footage. He's not going to do anything. He he cannot physically be here and not release a trailer. And he goes, yeah, we got something for you guys. And then the trailer comes out and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. 
crazy. So um, did you did you avoid the leaks that day? I we were we were we were on to, but yeah we were on we we're on Twitter. We were watching it as it was rolling, um, and I think we were even live streaming it too at the time. Um, I remember the yeah. I remember the trailer released in like potato quality like a few yeah, hours it before was, it played at DC Fandom. Yeah. No, that was crazy. That was a crazy day. That was I think crazy I missed day. that, but I think I saw the the actual thing. And and no, I went. I bought the shirt same day. Yeah, I went to see the movie by myself, wearing the shirt. Um, and I think it's such a stunning movie. The cinematography also is just crazy. I think they did such a gritty, great job of giving us a a gritty Gotham that feels real and there's depth to mm. it. Obviously, we're getting the first couple of years of the Batman. And seeing how he's getting on, um, my guy Colin Farrell as yeah. Penguin, like what, what? And so to me, that's the magic of movie making. That's the magic of cinema, turning someone into who's almost unrecognizable and and such a as amazing actor as he is, but just carries that character so well. Um, my guy John Turturro in there too. I I love this movie. I think it's so good i think it's such a great tale and it it's a it's a love letter to batman fans i think it, it's it's really it that good and you knew and you knew watching matt reeves like this was in good hands you knew as he was talking about the project that you were going to get something that had the weight that the, the detective element to batman that i don't think gets talked about enough in movies about batman but just just that aspect of it i think he really hit the nail on the head so i've got the batman at three i have never heard a bigger i told you so than that day after we got on facetime with each other and he we were freaking out and he just goes i told you so it's like that's the first thing you say to me when we watch this trailer i think (laughs) my batman my the batman experience was a little hindered I, i think the movie's incredible but i think my memory of watching it my experience watching it kept it off my list because we went to go see it couple weeks before it came out, we were supposed to be there at 4 p.m. We showed up at the theater and they were like, oh, we forgot to download it. And so they were like, it should only be a few minutes. Hang out, hang out, you know, because I had to do interviews the next morning. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't leave and I couldn't wait to watch it like the next day or something. And so the people at the Regal were like, oh, we got to download it. So there was like seven of us. And so we were there. We're going to go over to Panera and get something to eat. Like, is that going to take too long? They're like, oh, it should be okay. It should be okay. And they just kept stalling and stalling and stalling. So we were there for almost four hours sitting in the theater waiting for it to start. And it's a three hour movie. So we ended up spending yeah. close to seven hours there. Uh, and that was a tough way to watch the movie. I was really disappointed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. Still, yeah, still recognize that it's an immaculate film, but it's not going to be my top five. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> How do you forget to download the movie? That's- and it's a big movie to download. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How do you forget- yeah that's a lot of movie. All right. Something was in the way. Something was in the way. Yeah. Something or someone. (laughs) Um, But my number three actually is Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I know. I know. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, my God, that's that's on my. Yeah. Um, This. So Sam Raimi, since I watched Spider-Man, it has always been like that is the start of Marvel for me. Like that was. I was like seven, saw the film, and then Spider-Man 2 just was a whole different level. Um, Love the sequel. It's something I'll always watch when it comes on. I am a huge Doc Ock fan. Alfred Molina was fantastic in the role. 
Um, I always find something new to love about it every single time I see it. And I love the behind the scenes, how um, the puppets, like how you said, it, it's just, it's a great film. And William Defoe just showing up on set and then they're like, oh, we're just going to have you in a scene. Like they made it up that day. And like, that's something that I always like keep in the back of my mind. But Spider-Man 2 is my number three. Mm-mm-mm. My number three <laughs> is The Dark Knight. It's, uh, I think, it, yeah. I mean, Christopher Nolan doesn't miss, first of all, but uh, Heath Ledger did not miss a second in this as the Joker. Yeah. The interrogation scene just goes to show that superhero films and comic book movies don't need people punching each other and saving the world to have incredible tension. Yeah. The fairy sequence is unbelievably good. It's a great test of you know humanity, which Nolan just dove even further into with Oppenheimer, but brought that to comic book movies. Uh, and Christian Bale's Batman is just fantastic. Uh, I still think Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman and the most, the Batman that never reached his full potential the, more than any other. But uh, Christian Bale it was phenomenal. Uh, he's my number two. So uh, Dark Knight, though, is just such a complete, incredible film. And Nolan just directed the absolute hell out of it. It was great. I couldn't agree more. I agree. I agree. And that's why it's that- your number two. My number two is Superman, 1978. Yeah, yeah. good film. Great movie. Uh, I, had I just watched that cut. the other day again. I had I got the 4K collection. Ooh, great oh, film. Man, I miss, I miss the days of Superman with color where it was just big and bright. I, I love this movie. I, obviously, the cost is incredible. Uh, Marlon Brando, I'm a huge Brando fan, so to see him in that movie too. Um, but just such a great film, feel good film. You, you, the boyish, childish nature of Superman, and yet you kind of discover that with him. Yeah, so Superman 1978 is number two for me. You got me. Who's got you? <laughs> great. That's a great film. That's a great film. Such a good movie. Um. So my. Okay, so I feel like I'm copying Zach now at this point because my number two is Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> you two hang out too often. Yeah, a little too often. Too, <laughs> too often. Um, we just talk about these films. Like I send him texts like, when I discover something new about each of these films. Uh, yeah, Captain America Winter Soldier is something I watch also religiously whenever I have a chance on Disney+. Plus. I love everything about... Um, I love the little tidbits of when they're mentioning Dr. Strange or when they're mentioning Bruce Banner on the rooftop and it's the beginning of the Falcon. It's just, it's such a good, the elevator scene was something that we showed in one of my um, mass comm classes and it was something that just like still gets to you. So that's my number two. The knife fight too. Mm. Oh, amazing. It's, oh, Mm. Bucky. My number two. My number two is infinity war. I think okay. uh, it's just great. It's just kind of, I, I think Endgame was more fun in theaters and like a better movie going experience, but I think Infinity War is a better movie and one that I'm just always going to watch if it's on. Uh, Thanos, it's a Thanos movie more than it's an Avengers movie. Yeah. It's kind of everything I wanted it to be as a Thanos fan, as somebody who loves the Infinity Gauntlet comics, I'm okay with the changes, whatever. Adam, Adam Warlock isn't part of the story. Nebula never holds the gauntlet. Well, she does, but never uses it. Uh, I just think it was a phenomenal film that brought together all these heroes. And also the beauty, I think, of what 
Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely do as writers and the Russo brothers do as directors in Winter Soldier, which you guys have both named uh, a civil war. And in both infinity war and Endgame, is make every hero have a moment mm-hmm. and ha- almost have a complete arc, especially in civil war. There was kind of like tiered arcs for all the characters. Whereas in infinity war, it was a little bit more captain America, iron man, you know, Thor driven, but all like the guardians, uh, the, it, all these characters have their moment. Vision and Wanda have clearly yeah. one of the biggest moments in the film. Uh, Wakanda plays a huge part. They like the one thing that they always say is that they know that everybody has a different favorite hero and they want everybody who has that different favorite hero to feel like they were served by the film. And I feel like they did that uh, incredibly well in infinity war, especially given the scale of that roster. That is so many characters and all of them were awesome in that film. So infinity war, they, it seemed like they did the impossible. And I, I love that film. I took my mom to the premiere and I remember we just walked out like silent. We just walked out stunned. It was like, damn, they really did lose. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. What's funny is I, so I never really wanted to read the comic ahead of time because I wanted to be completely shocked. And Zach, Zach, you were the only one who I could talk to about it at the time. Mm-hmm. And he waited, he told me I'm not going opening night, which I was like, yeah. damn. And then I remember like, I didn't know anything about the snap. And I remember watching it and my like my friend looks over at me and I'm just full on so- like our entire theater is silent crying. And I look and I go, I go, what's happening? And he's like, just wait. And I see the dust happening and I'm texting Zach and he's like, I want nothing to know nothing. And I was like, please watch this. And like, at least like this weekend, like, I need you to watch it. I was I, I, taken oh aback. I can't imagine watching that and not knowing about the snap. I mean, like, I didn't know for sure it was happening in the movie, but I knew it very right. well from the comics. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. Well, that must, that's apart, a good punch. Yeah, I, well, especially with Spider-Man. Like, I remember full-on tears at that <laughs> point. I'm like, I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're doing that. Homie didn't feel so good. Little buddy was, he, he was not doing well. I do have to say, though, I love your Black Widow comments, though, for the... For her fall. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. That's Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're on to the hardest part of this episode. We're on to our number ones. So, um, oh gosh. We're going to give each Electra. Three. No. Do think about it. <laughs> we're going to give each other. Three guesses uh, to try and get it. Uh, you're allowed a couple of hints. Um, let's limit it to like three hints, maybe, um, just to make it a little bit harder because we did five, I think, last time. We usually, yeah. Let's do five. Mm. Let's do five. Five hints. Five hints. Guesses. Okay. Five hints. I'll give guesses. this away. Um, so, I'm on the clock. You guys go. What, what do you think okay. my number one is? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Close. No. <laughs> Close. Wait, really? No. I'm just. I'm just I was like, wait a second. Hold up. Hold up. The first one's better, but it's not no, that much the first better. First one's better. Is it Joker? No, I thought about. Oh, I really thought that was gonna be on your top five. Is it Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, it's not. It should be. That would have been my second guess. Oh. So wait, are we? Do we get a clue now? So you can you can ask for a hint whenever you want. Thinking, it's got to be a DC movie, and, and if you, uh, hmm. it it's not DC. the Dark Knight, and it's got to be Man of Steel. But it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Or maybe it's going. You're going way back. I don't know. Is it the Dark Knight Rises? No. Oh, Did you already shit. name the Dark Knight? Wait, what were your four? 
I named Spider-Man, Captain America, Winter Soldier, the Batman, Superman. So it's got to be Dark Knight. It's the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's got to be the Dark Knight. <laughs> it's the Dark yeah. Knight. Yeah, I... It's the Dark Knight. Wow. It has to be number one for me. I, I remember, I, I've talked about this story before, but I downloaded this movie on iTunes. I could, it didn't work for me the first week of trying to watch it. I was so pissed. I was like, why isn't this working? And then finally it worked. And you see that IMAX scene for the first time. And just like, what is this? And then you zooming in into that building and then just pen smashes. And you're like, okay, what? That's weird. And then zip line. And you're like, okay, where are we going? And then you got the, the clown mask and the bag. And you're like, what? What's happening right now? And that whole sequence is just such a stunning sequence to introduce the Joker, to bring us into mm-hmm. Gotham. Um, and again, I think Nolan... the Brandon said, Nolan works his magic here, doesn't miss. I think the writing is incredible, the tension, obviously this Hans Zimmer score to keep that tension alive. Um, and you just see the brilliance of Heath Ledger in that movie. Yeah. He's, he's someone really who knows what he's doing, improvising scenes when applicable, but also just bringing such a depth to the Joker that I don't think we've seen in a long time and I think really grounded him in, in a reality that we could <coughs> understand and obviously just the the so many quotes from that movie i think i quoted some men just want to watch the world burn for like a good week or so after that movie like i just think it's such a such a flawless film from top to bottom i I still watch it to this day um and it's just a really feel good movie i i think my favorite line though and i say this quite a lot and it's probably a very obscure line but my favorite line is my dogs are hungry. <laughs> I just love that line for no reason. Like whenever I'm hungry, I'm like, my dogs are hungry. I think it's so good. So yeah, The Dark Knight, number one for me. Uh, Respect. Nicole. Okay. Are you, yeah, okay, number one for me. Um, oh, it's your turn, I um, guess, okay. I'm going end game. I, I feel it's up there. It is. It is endgame. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a layup. That was a layup. I'm the only like, other thing I the only other thing I thought it could have been would have been maybe Spider Man No Way Home, but I was like, where is Endgame? So we'll talk yeah. That that was gonna be making my list and I'll talk about that later. But um Endgame always my number one. Um when we did top five favorite movies of all time, I think that made like I think it was four for me or five, because I had to get it on there somehow. But it was just a culmination of 10 years, 22 films. And I always said, I'm like, if you had told me that Captain America was going to say Avengers Assemble in that moment, I would have told you you're lying. And I just remember like looking at my friend and I, as soon as like, I always said, and I said this to Zach too, before going to the film, I said, as long as they do like the capture down the line of all the Avengers and then Cap says his famous line, that would make the film for me. I just remember grabbing my friend and I was like, oh my God, they're going to say it. Like, this is the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And she always like, every year she brings it up to me and she's like, it's happening. It's happening. Um, But that scene and then just going back in time, going back to 2012, going back to um, 2013 to Thor. And it just, I came up into like everything about that film for me was just fantastic. And Oh, but yeah, so that, that was my, that's my number one. Great pick. It's a great pick. Okay. Ugh. So Brandon's number one. 
we All right. we gotta figure this one out, Nicole, because this is. I have a feeling I know what it is, but then you you go. I'll 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 base my jump shots off yours. Where, where are you going? Is it the first Guardians? It is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Impressive. Impressive. It is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I mean, for a number of reasons, including personal yeah. reasons. Uh, yeah. I think it just made me fall in love with those characters right out of the gate. I remember watching it. It hit me at a time in my life that changed the trajectory of my life. My mom has had cancer and beat it twice. So that hit close to home. Mm. Uh, I mean, I've, for a lot of my life just felt like a like the odd man out like star lord is in space and those characters are just so damn good the movie is mm-hmm. so funny ronin was a great villain it had thanos in it which was just for me like i i would any second of thanos on the screen at that point in the mcu i would have gone crazy for and i did i just james gunn really delivered something special with that movie. And I feel like it really solidified the MCU. Like the Avengers was the first Iron Man was the first one that really made the MCU like, okay, we got a real thing here. And then I think the Avengers was the next one that really raised the bar. And then only two years later, I think guardians, of the galaxy took it even further to a place that we were like, they can't get better than Avengers because they put six heroes together. They're telling this story from movies that weren't the same movie. And now they are. And then guardians came along and was like, wow, they can do anything. They made us love a tree and a raccoon. Uh, and visually, it's a tremendous film. The cosmic stuff, like, it, I, I, it's just, a, it's a phenomenal film. Is it the best movie, best comic book movie of all time? I don't care. It's, it's, it's probably my favorite, no matter what side of the bed I wake up on. So, yeah, Guardians 1 really uh, means a lot to me. I, I, I wish I could watch that movie for the first time again and just have no idea what's coming. That that movie is such a solid choice. I think we saw that together. With we saw it. I was just gonna say we saw yeah. it together, and I know BD might hate me for this, but I remember seeing it, and I turned to Zach because it was my fr- like I because I grew up on superheroes, so like in the time being, I was like this isn't like a soup like that kind of superhero film, and I remember I turned to Zach and he goes that was one of the best films I've ever watched. I go it was okay, like it oh, wasn't. The best. I almost I like. I was, <laughs> I was so mad. And I hate that I'm And that was the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I honestly, I hate that I'm admitting that right now, but I was like, no, I have to be honest about it because I, I, it just didn't do anything for me at the time being. And then I rewatched it like a couple of years later and I texted Zach and go, okay, you're right. This is, this is an amazing film. I take everything back. That's fair. That's fair. I've had that yeah. happen. I've come out of movies and thought I loved them and then thought about it or listened to like people's criticisms or concerns or come out of a movie and been like, nah, I didn't really care for it. And then listened to why people loved it and what it meant and what it represented. And then I watched the movie again after reading and analyzing and thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what, actually, the, the, the people I was listening to were right or or just without that, I'll watch it again or just think on it or go to sleep and let it marinate. And then all of a sudden I woke, woke up and uh, I, I, my opinion changes a bit. Uh, sometimes you just gotta process it to realize uh, to say that Guardians of the Galaxy is just okay is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I admit now that back in the yeah, back uh, when okay. was it 2012 or 13, I was I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right, Zach. It was a great film. It, it's yeah, that one's good. That one's good. Such a good. I think that was also one of the first times where a soundtrack played such a huge mm-hmm. phenomenally movie. I think a cartoon movie specifically where. Um, <clears throat> 
scenes really were amplified by the music that was mm-hmm. being chosen. I, I think also that introduction to Star Lord is is probably one amazing. Man, makes me wonder what they're gonna do with Superman Legacy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I hope it's good. Okay, so does anybody have any honorable mentions? Obviously, oh my god, really, yes, really hard yes. to make a top five list. We all recognize that. And just for those listening, again, this is our top five. This is not, this is what we think should be the top five. But just on today, as we're recording this, this is our top fives. Um, I'll just add, like, Avengers was in there for me as well. I even think The Watchmen was also one that I thought about. I really enjoy that movie. Um, We mentioned Zack Snyder's Justice League. I... I remember the feelings I had for that movie. I just I'll never didn't forget. It didn't it didn't get into my top five, but I think I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed the way that you could watch that as a full movie or as like episodes. Mm-hmm. You could like and like watch it that way. And I found that was really intriguing. Um Batman Returns and the original Batman with uh Keaton. I think we're up there for me too. And just because I love animation, Lego Batman, I think also in there too, for me, I think that's such a great movie and I don't think it gets enough credit. So I, those were some of my honorable mentions that didn't make it into my list. Um, oh, and guardians one was another honorable mention that didn't make it into mm-hmm. my list, but uh, yes, those are some of my honorable mentions. What are y'all, what are y'all feeling? Any honorable mentions that you want to put out there? Um, off the top of my head, the first one was Spider-Man No Way Home, just because it was, um, cause we had heard the league. So we had heard Toby and Andrew might be in it. And again, like Toby, he, he was the first Marvel film I've ever seen. So I kept saying, I'm like, I'm like, if you, if these people are in it like that, that's it. Like, that's my, that's my movie. Um, and I always told my friends, I go, if you had told me like 20 years ago that, we would get three Spider-Man in one film. I would have told you that you're crazy. And I will never forget my friend looking over at me and being like, that's Andrew's Spider-Man. And the whole theater just like erupted. So No Way Home was definitely an honorable mention. Sorry, Zach, but I have to say Civil War has always been my top five. <laughs> Except today. Except today. Um <laughs> We actually had an entire episode dedicated to our beef on Civil War because I am Team Cap and he is Team Iron Man. Ugh. To which one? I mean, you got to be Team Iron Man is the only relevant team. Oh shit! Are you kidding? You have to be Team (laughs) Iron Man. You you see this shelf behind me? (laughs) It's all Iron Man. (laughs) You just because he's the better character. (laughs) Iron Man is the bet the best, most entertaining popular character ever on film I can't in, in the comic book space <laughs> zach is like in seventh heaven right now because of this i love cat but there's not a, it's not even a chance i have been <laughs> arguing this for years and you've been years, fighting the good fight i've been arguing about this you've been uh, right all along yeah Civil War so was happy. literally the reason we started this because we would argue with each other on the phone for two hours on who was right <laughs> <laughs> uh, my heart is full. <laughs> that, that was that was amazing. Tony represent baby. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. Anyways, um, 
No, I'm glad you finally have someone in your corner, Zach. Um, so I had those three. <laughs> and mm. then I, I know. <laughs> I'll never change. I will never be Team Iron Man, but I love Iron Man. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay. We all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up, Zach. <laughs> um, Guardians. I think I actually put Guardians 3 on my on my top five Ooh, MCU last. Yeah, I that movie gave me so many emotions. I mm-hmm. My sister had to tell me to stop crying because I was crying so loud. Um, that was me at Endgame. Yeah, Endgame, I was sobbing. Um, I brought a date to the Endgame premiere, and she was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I was like, if you would have thought like a real parent died. I was like uncontrollable. <laughs> I ended up sending a, a selfie of myself on Snapchat to my friends, and they were like, what happened to you? Like, who died? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I just watched Endgame. Like, this is just because of Endgame. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, it's that sad. I go, you just have to watch. Your dad um, loved cheeseburgers. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts. Every single time. Yeah. Um. That one. And then which other one did I just mention? Oh, yeah. Guardians 3. That was that one tore at my heart. I don't think I can watch it again. But that one was mm. it was just great bringing everything together and allowing them to, like it felt like a perfect final installment. Like they don't need to go further than that. And then Dark Knight. There you go. There you go. Some of the more recent <laughs> stuff for me that I left off, uh, I would say like Guardians 3, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, the Spider-Verse movies are brilliant. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse, I think, is one of the best, if not the best, Spider-Man movies ever made. Beyond the Spider-Verse is hands down the most creative. I mean, it's such a phenomenal story, but it's only half a movie. And if it would have just told a full story, it certainly would, in my opinion, be solidified far and beyond the best Spider-Man movie ever. It's still a phenomenal movie. That's just the only criticism I have of it is that it's half a movie. And right when the, we're about to reach the conclusion, they're like, <laughs> see you in March. And then March was like, no, you won't. So who knows when we'll actually see Beyond the Spider-Verse. But I think that those movies are tremendous. The movie that came closest to knocking Avengers off my list was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I think that movie's tremendous. It's just very indulgent and a little bit too long. But I remember turning it on and being like, all right, I'm going to watch the first half. I turned it on at 11 p.m. I had to do interviews the next day. I was like, all right, I got to watch this. Finally, have a chance to. I'm going to watch this now. I might have had two days of the interviews, but either way, I'm, but I, either way, I was like, I'm going to watch half of this now. I'm going to watch the other half in the morning, and I just watched the whole thing because I was glued. That moment with the Flash, where he goes, where he fixes things, I thought that was that was pretty much the equivalent of Cap picking up the hammer. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, it, I like popped up out of my bed, did the whole Leo, ep, ep, oh, like I was just screaming. Um, going back further, X2 is amazing. Um, Spider-Man 2, you guys are right about that one. That one's tremendous. Uh, yeah, I think those are the ones that are coming to mind. I didn't. I, I should have prepped harder for this. I really was like, you know what? It'll be easy to just pick five. And then like for the few minutes before we started, I was like, I need to write something down here. Uh, yeah, those are probably my favorites that are coming to mind. There's probably something I'm forgetting. That, oh, the first Iron Man movie is tremendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man 3 is tremendously underrated, but it is nowhere near a top five for me uh iron man one is definitely near it and worthy of an honorable mention captain winter soldier i didn't put on my list um i think that is one of the best mcu movies of all of them by far i don't know why it wasn't in my top five today i just i don't know just i I, maybe i just like uh sillier stuff or something but i've got the dark knight in there and days of future past those both are pretty heavy films 
Uh, and I, I really was going to put uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League in that five spot, but I just couldn't get rid of the Avengers because it's just such a, I mean, they're totally different, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, those are those are the ones I, I, I think that's all of them. I'm sure there's something I forgot that somebody, if they listen to this, is going to be like, BD sucks. Why does he do this job? But <laughs> that happens no matter what. I could be like, my God, look at that sky. It is so blue. And somebody will be like, you asshole. No, it isn't. I can't believe you get paid to talk about this. So sorry if we're not allowed to, uh, say the a hole word. I just had to let, had to get that out. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> but yeah, those are yeah. There's a lot of honorable mentions, but that's yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. It was really hard to make the top five. Mm-hmm. For me, I think the most difficult part was like little scenes, though, that I still remember. Like I wanted to add just for shits and giggles, you know, Spider Man Three, Tony McGuire's little. Just just because that was a memorable moment for me. Obviously, I'm into Sam Rockwell's dots as he enters in Mm -hmm. his hammer. The seesaw scene in Daredevil. Yeah. Come on now. It's not like great stuff, but just individual scenes where you're like, I still remember that. And for some reason, I want to elevate this movie up my list because I remember that soul scene or maybe two scenes. But Johnny Storm doing motocross. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with, as uh, a kid though listen i'm gonna be honest as a kid i don't know how old you guys are i'm 31 so i was like age i don't know 5 to 13 when movies like blade were coming out and yeah. spider-man and uh, a lot of those like early late 90s early 2000s stuff that's like the move like fantastic four daredevil as a kid i, I ate that stuff up i i, I love those movies as a kid ang lee's hulk i love those mm-hmm. movies uh, and I didn't get around to watching the Christopher Reeve Superman stuff until much later in life. And I think those movies are phenomenal too. But I remember as a kid, you look back, you're like, man, that that Daredevil movie, it's definitely a film. But as a kid, I was like, oh, I love this. This is the best thing ever. I, I loved X-Men 3 as a kid. And then you're like, well, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But it's interesting how the the time in your life when you watch these films, like Guardians mm-hmm. for me, and what the impact it has on you, how it makes you look at these movies and appreciate them or not appreciate them. Like yeah, Fantastic if, Four was always a fantastic was, film. Like I still reference it till this day. Um, excited for whenever the new one comes out. But fantastic! I always thought I was like after Silver Surfer, like why didn't they create a new one? Like these were both fantastic films. Chris Evans as the start of um, Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. and then he was great. Um, no, he was great at that part. Oh, he, he was, was phenomenal. Yeah, but the yeah, it's just the the times have definitely changed in that movie. <laughs> if you were yeah. if you were to release that today it would be probably a worse reception than Morbius. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm rewatching Daredevil later tonight. I haven't watched that movie probably in like 15 years. So I'm watching it tonight and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it holds up. Yeah. Probably, probably, it, probably, it probably never held up in the first place, but that's okay. Zach, have you okay. seen Daredevil? Yeah, I, I, had, I oh. watched it on uh, DVD when it came out. I watched it on I, I think I might have seen bits and pieces. I remember all of it. I definitely remember Elektra and Daredevil, that scene. I definitely remember that scene. But Isn't uh, it how they met? Jennifer Gardner and Gardner. Ben Affleck mm-hmm. on that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen it. I think I've seen maybe like a bit here and there, but I've never seen like the full film. I loved that movie as a kid. Maybe I'll try it out. I don't know if you'll love it now, but I loved it as a 10-year-old. <laughs> 12-year-old. Yeah, I was 12 when that came out. 11. Yeah. What year did that come out? 2003. Yeah. 2003, okay. February 2003. Oh, so Spider-Man came out like two years before that. The first one? 
Yeah, I think I came yeah, out like yeah. 2001. Because that was the first yeah. one I saw, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go see a Daredevil. I have no <laughs> idea who that character was <laughs> at the time. Back before, back before connected universes and everything, and you could just go watch one superhero be a superhero. And just enjoy it and not have to think yeah. about storylines of how this character is going to evolve for the next. And now you got Blue movies. Beetle out here fighting for his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just like Aquaman 2 is like, I don't know if we're in the DCU, but please watch me anyway. And everybody's like, if you're not part of the DC universe, how do you watch it? Yeah. Oh so God. many, so many DC haters out there. Jeez. No. If you, if you look in the right places, you will find people who hate everything. They're just never ha- honestly. They're just never happy, and I say that to Zach every time we always watch like a film to discuss. I'm always like, "There's no one's just going to be happy with one single film." Like I loved Eternals, but everybody shit on it. So it was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> I, I'm not a hater on Eternals, but I'm not a lover on Eternals either. <laughs> well, that that was such a special episode. Um, Thank you, Brandon, for coming on and chatting with us today. Really appreciate you coming on and spending time with us today. Um, And if you are interested in what we do with this podcast, please check out our socials. They'll be in the show notes. Uh, And if you like what we do, please leave us a review or a rating. We really appreciate it. And it helps us out figure out what's going on. Um, That was another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you next time.